from the land of adventure and diversity. These are the stories of extraordinary Africans. Only on Faces of Africa. At the heart of Lagos City in Nigeria, an art center known as the Terra Culture is gradually becoming a hub for the performing arts in the country. Today is the last day of rehearsals. Tomorrow, the shows will begin. There is a flurry of activities and last-minute preparations all round. The musicians are fine-tuning on the music, while touch-ups on the set and the costumes are in the final stage. Somehow, everyone is busy tweaking something. Bolane Austin Peters is arguably one of the best theater directors in Nigeria. The self-taught theater director has grown to become one of the leading forces in theater production in Nigeria. After many months of research and one month of intensive rehearsals, Moremi, the musical, is about to open its doors to an eagerly awaiting public. The way I work, the first thing is um, script. So the scripting starts, they bring scripts and I'm like, I keep, I keep tearing it apart. This doesn't make sense, this doesn't make sense. So Moremi went through maybe three script writers. I'm a workaholic. I go to bed, I wake up in the middle of the night when it's quiet. I start asking, how can I make this come alive on stage? And how can and I bring people into this? Once the actors get into it and they get the lines and they get the emotions right, then I move into costuming. And then I go into special effects. Then I go into stage, sets, props, and then we go into lighting, and then sound. Moremi the Musical is a play based on a true story of a heroine from the Yoruba tribe of Nigeria called Moremi Ajashoro. For years, her community was attacked, pillaged and enslaved by the hostile Igbo people. Moremi decides to consult an oracle for a solution and he agrees to help her find a way to defeat the tribe. Moremi becomes a slave and later marries the rival tribe's king. Once she learns the secret of their strengths and weakness, she returns to her people and leads them to a victorious war using a bushel of fire. This musical show has brought together a constellation of Nigerian musicians, lighting and set designers, and even popular actors. Most of my people have been with me for some 12 years, some 15 years. I don't really have that boss-staff relationship with people. In selecting them at the beginning, it was tough. You know, we had those who were not serious. We had people who were charlatans. You know, we had all sorts. But with life, you know, you kind of like weed out those that are not supposed to be part of the system. 
Together, they are perfectly blended into a unique working outfit. Kehinde is the music composer and director. He has composed over 20 original musical pieces just for this show. So a few months ago, the director, executive producer, uh, Mrs. Bolani Hospitas, sent me some scripts. I should look into them and I should, she wants original music, Yoruba music, good melody, you know, mestoso, majestically. She wants different genre, you know. She wants it to be a solo musical. She wants us to have like at least 20 songs. I said, okay. That's where the journey started from. Because of the kind of audience we're expecting, I had to go to university, the great university of Ife, Bafena Wulo University. So I went to the theater department. I met with some doctors, with some professors. I went to the museum in the university because I know that the facts I will get from the street will be different from what I will, I will be getting from the school for scholastic purpose and things that are documented. When you tell the story, when you tell the story, the originality is lost. But well, few of these professors have been able to go extra mile to keep some of these facts. So like, more Remy, the way you sound. You can't say, more Remy. No, you have to sing more Remy. More me, more me, more me, I just sorrow, more me. You can say, more me, more me. This is not protocol! Some of the songs, they don't have the lyrics in the song, in the scripts. I have to think of, okay, what if mother and son should show relationship of that? You know, the end of the story, more me sacrifice the son. And then in, in, in the story, there should be a correlation, there should be some emotional attach, attachment that shows why it's so difficult and painful for Morimi to sacrifice the son. So I was trying to avoid being Disney. So I said, okay, let me make it a duet so that you not, so at least I have a son singing to the mother. And then I love you, it's not lovers, it's an emotional love between mothers and son. That's one. Uh, that's in the morning, you should see. When the two party of the king were begging him that he should not reveal their secrets to Queen Morimi. So I realized that he was telling them to help with protocol. I created these rules so I can break them. Who's gonna catch me? I'm after the gods, it's me. I said, we need something more majestic. So what I just did was just to go to the court and then use a monotone, because monotones are very powerful in songwriting. When you want to lay emphasis, you understand what I mean? When you want to lay emphasis, just use one tone. I want you to go there now. Just monotone like you're talking, you know? So I just use monotone. 
I am Lord Majestic, glorious and graceful to one. So the chords that I've had in my mind was the one that gave birth to that song. So I didn't lose the Yoruba ness. So I matched the English, the language that people may understand with the Yoruba. Oba, Oba Nimi, Oba Lashe, Oba, which means I'm a king. I'm a king with command. And I'm the king. Throughout the musical show, Kehinde attempts a variety of musical tastes ranging from traditional chants to more Western-style choir sequences and everything in between. I believe what I want to be. Why can't I follow my I'd worked with the scripting. Okay, so we did script for about four months. We gave it to script writers. They did what they needed to do. And then we now merge scripts at Terracultural. We have like a, a script unit. We all just would brainstorm and all of that. And the minute I have that cohesive document that I need, what I do is I sit and then start plotting what I want each scene to look like and what I'm thinking, the movements, the blockings, where each actor would be, what I want it to look like in terms of the visuals, costumes, everything comes to my mind. So it's important that I get it across to all the different departments, because a lot of times they'll come out, I'll say for instance, okay, I want something melancholic here, music. And then they come up with something very I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. This isn't what I'm looking for. So this is the beat in my head. So I kind of like describe it. And then they're able to come up with that. Music alone is not sufficient to have a successful musical. Visuals, lighting and set design play a critical role in packaging the show. Ice Nueke is the set designer for Moremi the musical. Most times we narrow down tech to lights, sound and the set design and the actors coming in. When we started working on the script, started going to Ife to talk with Yoni and all that, I started getting materials and started look, getting the feel of that period and that era, because it's not, it's not this time, it's many years back. To come to the realization that it's real, that it really happened, made me work more to not just put up a set, but create something that even people that know about her, seeing it would bring them back to that space and that time. And that was my duty in trying to create it. And the other part, which was a bit more technical, was adding um, 3D map into it, because I haven't seen it being done in Nigeria. And so I can probably say we were like the first to use 3D mapping technology on the set for a stage production in Nigeria. 3D mapping is a type of technology where virtual images are projected to appear like real-life images onto a screen or a surface. This type of technology is very popular with modern-day computer-generated imaging films and ICE wants to use it for the Moremi set. 
In terms of 3D mapping, as a rule, I'm, I'm very averse to using a lot of props on stage. So I use um, tech to depict the, the setting um, most times. What I did was I just took it a notch, a step further this time around. Each time I, I, I thought about a palace and I looked at, I, I did more of researches on the um, Ife Palace and all that. I saw some ancient palace, but the story we're trying to tell, because we are in the now, we, we're trying to marry a story then and a now. So we, I tried moving away from an ancient setting and made it more contemporary now that appeals more to the audience at the same time to connect them to the story. If I can create a gold set with an image of a lion on top of it, that will give me the look and feel of a palace. And with the right amount of lightning, it will just give it that royal glam look that this is a king's palace. The, the Bush King and the invaders, they, they had an idea of um, that they are spirits, they are demons, they are evil stuff. And we, I, I, we had to create something that, that can best give you a feel of if they are spirits, how would they look? If they are demons, how would they look? If they are invaders that people don't, people see them as, um, that, that they are not humans then how would you see them from a, an audience perspective? Each time it comes to the Bush King scene, it's not pretty, it's not vibrant, it's dark. There's lots of scary looks and feels and all that into it that gives you that depth that these guys are not, they are not normal even though they are normal. Now, adding the, the map into it and adding a few that technical technicalities to the actors, their movement, the way they have to position at each time and at each point because of the mapping. It, it made me understand that we are, we are on a tech lane in theater in Nigeria. Bolane seems to be ready for the opening night, but how does she blend all these different bits to make a powerful musical? With every scenario, I imagine myself in it. So with the mother and son, I have a son. So I imagined it was my son I was talking to. You are very close to your son. And it's important that we establish that bond. So that when you're gonna give him up as a sacrifice, people will understand that this is probably one of the most painful things to do because this is your life. I know right now you are hurt and you think mama is bad. Bolane has to make sure that the stage movements, the musical bits, and the graphics are in perfect fusion, just like she had envisioned it in her head. <laughs> Apart from the theater auditorium for staging plays, the Terra Culture also has a restaurant, an art gallery, and a bookshop. But in the definition of what's the bookshop is supported by a regular and thriving book and reading club. Every weekend, book lovers gather to read through novels, plays and poems by new and accomplished authors. And then, okay, uh -uh, most of my mates, they're just 
they are just there, they are just this. But that is not the ultimate. My name is James Alalanio. I'm a medical doctor by training. I write, I write, and I'm in love of art. Entire culture is an amazing place. They have an enabling environment for activities like this. The bookstore is very conducive and it promotes intimate and vulnerable conversations. The bookshop offers its clientele with a wide array of African literature and handcrafted gifts. We have the, the bookstore. Um, now and then we have book readings to encourage people to read, encourage people to, to be interested in books. And um, also we sell unique Nigerian crafts, uh, gift items. When people travel to Nigeria, they want to go back home with something uniquely Nigerian. You know, you can get that here. We only stock Nigerian books. 90% or so is all Nigerian. Um, so more authors started coming on board. Then we started having book readings, you know. Um, still, these things weren't fashionable. Um, and then the cuisine, the, this restaurant took on a life of its own. I'm not a great cook, but I love to eat. But the interesting thing is people just love the concept of having Nigerian food in a nice, clean environment, as opposed to eating in a buka. And then theater came in later. Through her vision, Bolane has been able to create a platform for painters such as Damula Depuju at Terra Culture. Terracultural have been able to help my heart and myself personally, and I've been able to enjoy their patronage because they do a kind of open door policy to artists, both the upcoming and the masters. And some of the things the Terracultural have been able to do, they've been able to showcase younger artists, they give rooms to people, the upcoming artists, to the children, and they come inside for you to come and train from the older hours. While audiences will come to watch the play tonight, they will also get a chance to buy art pieces from the array on display. The entertainment industry in Nigeria was really, really at its infancy. Nobody was doing things like that. People thought I was crazy. Um, so we started with visual arts, artists started having a base, a space where they could exhibit. So in a year we were doing 22 exhibitions at times 25. But Bolani's journey to this point has not been easy. There are challenges we encounter on a daily basis to try to keep the place running. Uh, a major one is power. Uh, power, there's hardly power, so we have to run on generators and you know, the thing with generators, they are breakdown now and then, especially when you run them for long hours, and we do run them for long hours. Uh, there are a lot of taxes, you know, for an industry that uh, is not funded, you, you, industry that is not really making a lot of money out there, but heavily taxed, you know, so all this puts a lot of pressure on the business. And then also there are the issues of getting the right staff as well. At times it's difficult to get the right staff. A lot of people want to make big money quick. And if you want big money quick, perhaps the arts is not where you want to be. You know, it's a gradual process. Those in the industry and a lot of people that are onlookers that feel that they're part of this space are not happy at the strides that we have made. And people always expect that I'll be, they say things, you know, you hear things, and they'd expect that you would um, be offended. 
I'm inhabiting my own space. I'm in my own world. Create your own world. Make it work for you. I don't focus on third parties. I focus on myself and my life and those that are in my immediate environs that I'm affecting positively. Any time now, the curtains will open to the general public for a showcase of Volane's latest musical. So in Nigeria today, you have the concerts, the music concerts. They're for teenagers and under 20s. Comedy, maybe cuts across a little bit up to your maybe 30s. Movies, most people don't go to the movies. This is the only, 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 and I repeat only, entertainment in Nigeria today that allows for families to go out. the next two hours, the audience are transported to a 12th century Nigeria and walk with heroines in a story of love, sacrifice and liberation. The play starts with the Yoruba people living peacefully under their king. However, they are soon attacked and their women captured by the hostile Igbo tribe. Moremi prays for guidance to the oracle on behalf of her people. She is captured soon after, and because of her beauty, the Igbo king takes her as his wife. How come it took my warriors so long to find such a beauty? In all my years of living there, I never had such an exquisite beauty. After learning the weakness of the Igbo tribe, she returns to her people and leads them with a bushel of fire to defeat them. Sadly, Moremi 
is forced to sacrifice her only son by drowning him in the river so as to pay homage to the oracle. By doing so, the Yoruba are liberated and Moremi would become a legend in her community. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Please, let's give it warm as we bring on Bolani Austin Peters now. It's a great show. It tells our story, the Nigerian story, our culture, our tradition. It shows the extent theater has gone in Nigeria. The acting, the script, the music, the choreography, it all came together, the costumes, it all came together to give a beautiful piece. I, I know that everybody that left here saw something that they haven't seen in the theater for a long time in the country. And it's a feeling that it's so special. You know, it's great entertainment and, um, you know, lots of artistic talent uh, assembled for this production. And, you know, of course, culturally, it's very deep and, um, you know, just a lot to, uh, a lot to enjoy about it. I believe that we did communicate with the audience because each review that we've gotten so far has, you know, commended the efforts and research that was put into the work. Yes, so I believe, yes, we did communicate with the audience. By the end of the 12 days, over 10,000 people have watched the shows. Unfortunately, almost an equal number of people did not get the chance to watch because the tickets were sold out. I'm satisfied that um, what I wanted to achieve, we were able to achieve a little bit beyond my own imagination and expectation. In terms of um, audience acceptance, in terms of demand, I mean, we could not sustain the demand. It was just incredible. We couldn't, we couldn't keep up. I think the one thing that people need to understand is that you have to invest in time. People don't. A lot of people want instant, instant success, instant, um, achievements, they don't want to do the hard work. That's really, it's odd. Nothing comes easy, you know, you hang in there long enough, the right people will come to you. You will be relevant in that field if you're doing the right thing. And I think that for me is the greatest advice.